Welcome to the Passion for Fashion podcast. I'm your host, Nisha Cora. In today's episode, I'm discussing an academic fashion paper titled Mature Women's Attitude Toward Fashion Photographs by Dr. Luis Fernando Hormayel and Mr. Geraldo Pinto Godoy Jr. The paper is divided into several sections. One, introduction. Two, the mature consumer. Three, chronological age and cognitive age. Four, mature women and fashion. 5. The Mature Woman and Advertising, 6. Method, which is subdivided into Experiment Design, Questionnaire, and Sample, 7. Data Analysis, and 8. Discussion and Conclusions. I'm treating sections 1 to 5 as an extended literature review, where the authors explain that many women feel younger than their chronological age by dint of their active lifestyle choices, and that they go through many changes from perimenopause and beyond that affect them biologically, psychologically, and socially. I've said it in previous posts, and I'll say it again. It's beyond discriminatory that fashion as a whole continues to be ageist when older women are deserving of love, care, trust, and respect. And they need positive advertising much more than younger women, given the sky-high divorce rates and the prevalence of zero-character men hurting their aging wives through neglect and mistreatment. Part of the COVID-19 fashion response should be mobilizing older models to continue working and to continue serving the demographic that feels more comfortable with a familiar face. Advertising and the nature of modeling agencies putting expiration dates on women are particularly to blame. Women of high morals appreciate and value over time, and there is no reason why they shouldn't keep working in their 50s and beyond. Of course, the problem is, as the authors point out on page 1362, begin quote, since mature women prefer to be represented, as they perceive themselves to be, or as they would like to be perceived, fashion advertisements should show models who resemble the way these women see themselves and not stereotypes with which they do not identify, end quote. I'm not entirely sure I agree with this, as I think that there needs to be a happy medium. Nobody, myself included, enjoyed being in my early 20s or mid-20s, let alone my teens. Seeing vapid teenagers, or even young adults, who haven't gone to college, make thousands of dollars for advertising is a huge turnoff. We can't be incentivizing girls to be bimbos and to prioritize their looks over their education to this extent because advertising-friendly beauty is ephemeral. Real beauty is within, and it appreciates in value over time as character is solidified. The researchers offer two hypotheses for the study. Age 1 is mature women's identification with the model exhibiting items of fashion in a photo increases when the mature woman attributes to the model an age that is close to her own cognitive age. Age two is that a mature woman's attitude towards clothing exhibited by a model in a photograph increases when the mature woman attributes to the model an age that is close to her own cognitive age. Moving along to the method, section six, the researchers focused on 164 upper middle class women living in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, between the ages of 55 to 70. The researchers used digitally modified model photos of models ages 45 and 55 to evaluate participant preferences and to remove bias. They ultimately decided to use scales found in academic fashion literature, including the Barack and Schiffman's multidimensional model to evaluate and measure cognitive age, NOMS scale to evaluate interest in fashion, the Kozar and Damhorst method to evaluate intensity of identification with the model, the Ray and Hodges scale to measure the respondent's average propensity to buy a fashion collection, 
and the clothes are on a damn hard scale to evaluate her perception of the clothes as being fashionable or not. The end findings are that the respondents identify most with models they view as being close to their cognitive age, and that the attitudes towards purchasing and that the attitude towards purchasing is highest when respondents view the model as closer to her own cognitive age. The question is now, where is the line between aspiration and inspiration? As you reimagine the future of retail in a post-COVID world, what makes the most sense? Presenting realistic models or unrealistic models? I think what needs to happen is a much more comprehensive analysis of what people actually want, because moneyed Brazilian women are not representative of the wider luxury fashion consumer population. In fact, McKinsey reports indicate that most Brazilian women shop within Europe and the United States. They don't even shop for luxury fashion within Brazil. So I'm not sure how relevant advertising in Brazil is compared to advertising in Western Europe and the United States. I think that this is an area for future research that I'm going to be working on for the rest of this academic year. I'm super excited to proceed. And that's all for now. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe for more posts in the future.